It's still on, and we're going. Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com, or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes, and never missing one single episode. Thank you especially everybody who does that. Alright, it is the month of March 2019. And for the majority of this month, I will be doing this four-parter here. This is part one of four, and the month of March is pretty special to me because it's the month of my birthday. This is no milestone for the show so much as it is just for me personally. I am turning 40 this month. Yes, it's a big number. We make a big deal out of it. Uh, so I've decided to do a, a real massive list for the year 1979, and it's uh, I've been working on this other thing for this particular current decade, so I don't really have the time to do the massive dive-in to review all the albums so much for 1979, but I wanted to do something special. So basically I just went through my entire collection of CDs and vinyl and, and what have you, 45s, and came up with this list. They have a pretty accurate and scientific list here for you, so as of this airing, this is my top 40 favorite songs from the year 1979. Let's kick off part one of four here with number 40. And if you are a next level cultural savant, you may have recognized that particular clip from that particular movie, of course from 1979, The Warriors, one of the great films ever. And uh, here's a song, this was basically the theme song for The Warriors. A uh, cool soundtrack too, by the way. Lots of great musical variety on there. And uh, a, a guy who's uh, normally known for being in a band that I'm not a massive fan of at all, talking about Joe Walsh. And even though he's known as an eagle, I consider him Joe Walsh and a member of the James Gang as well. And this is not an Eagles song. This is a Joe Walsh song because this is Joe Walsh's solo version, even though this song did appear later on on the Eagles record Long Run, which is probably one of the only Eagles album I can actually listen to without vomiting up Dayglo. Uh, but uh, this great track is on there. But here's the original, original solo version used for the greatness that is the Warriors movie and film soundtrack, kicking off my personal top 40 songs from the year 1979. This is Joe Walsh with In the City.
All right, that was for all you bobbers out there. Yes, kicking off my top 40 songs from 1979 countdown. That was Joe Walsh with In the City. He co-wrote that song with Barry Dvorzen, who's the guy that did uh, the score for The Warriors, actually. So, cool collaboration there. If you've never seen the movie The Warriors, do yourself a favor. Go watch it. They don't make movies like that anymore. Uh, super un-PC, but an iconic movie nonetheless. Much in the way that Saturday Night Fever is as well. Actually, I think Saturday Night Fever actually has way more non-PC dialogue than The Warriors does, but because of what the movie's about, The Warriors is going to get tarnished a lot more in this day and age. But, you know, c'est la vie. Moving on to number 39. Great song here from a great songwriter, great rock and roll guy, kind of a cold artist at this point. But, you know, he actually has made it on... uh, most of the movies i think that judd apatow has put out so judd apatow i know is a big fan of this guy and he always tries to shoehorn his music in his films at least over the last 10 years or so uh but cool guy here graham parker guy doesn't get nearly enough play but like i said good writer kind of in the realm of that sardonic british guy list that you would put in with like nick lowe elvis costello joe jackson people like that Super cool guy. And uh, he had a really cool album out in 1979 called Squeezing Out Sparks. And it had this single on here, which uh, I still hear on some of the cooler serious stations out there, like Underground Garage and places like that. But a uh, really cool jam here. So check it out. Number 39 here on my list. This is Graham Parker and the Rumor with Local Girls.
There you go, Local Girls, Graham Parker. Always love that song. Always makes the volume knob go up just a little bit more there. Love that song, good stuff. So, I mean, you kick off with two great songs here, you know, so you know I'm not going to let you down here. This is going to be a great countdown, and we're just getting started. Moving over to number 38, and uh, a band that, you know, didn't put out one of their bigger albums in 1979, but definitely has one of the coolest songs of that year. Talking about Blue Oyster Cult always loved this song ever since i first heard it i think i probably heard it on a best of actually but uh, off of this album mirrors i've always loved this song here and it's definitely not in the style that you might be used to when it comes to a band like blue oyster cult you think of like classic heritage hard rock dad rock and stuff like that but this is such a great song it's really beautiful and i've always loved this one line on here and i actually saw that it got referenced specifically on the wiki page for the album mirrors here uh there's a line that just really has always killed me it says jim says some destiny should not be delivered and i always wondered which Jim they were talking about. And as it turns out, they were talking about Jim Carroll, the late, great Jim Carroll, and his song Day and Night. So listen for that line specifically. Uh, just always puts a chill right around the back of the spine there. So coming in at number 38, this is Blue Oyster Cult, and the song In Thee. Check it out.
Great song there, In Thee, by Blue Oyster Cult, off of their album Mirrors. I I think you should definitely at least own that song, so go buy that song. It's pretty amazing. A couple of the guys from Blue Oyster Cult are currently in a group with the great Dennis Dunaway of the original Alice Cooper group. They have a band out there called Blue Coop, so go check them out as well. Really, really good stuff there. All right, number 37... Yes, 37 coming up here. And this is one of those instances where I actually had two songs from this band originally on my list. I made so many cuts for this countdown, it's ridiculous. I had double the songs here to to pull from to make a proper top 40. And it really pained me to cut off the ballad off of this album called Love's a Mystery I Don't Understand. And if you know who I'm talking about, then you are truly next level. But uh, yeah, I'm going to play something here by The Tubes off of their album Remote Control. This is a really cool album. And like I said, the ballad on there is just so good, so heart-wrenching. I'm surprised that no film ever picked up on that song, because that's one of those walk-away heartbreak songs, the drifter kind of thing. But uh, there's an equally cool upbeat track on here, so I'm going to go with the upbeat track here, because i got plenty of curveballs to throw you later on, so I'm not going to get you know too cute here. So here you go. It's a really cool song by The Tubes from 1979's Remote Control. This is Prime Time. Saving my time, time for you. You get my. 
Album Remote Control, that was The Tubes, led by the massively eccentric and equally talented Fee Wable there. Fee wrote some uh, songs that you might be familiar with, uh, even if you're not that familiar with The Tubes. Uh, in the 80s, he wrote songs for Richard Marks and Vixen and people like that. So uh, look him up on Wikipedia. Check out his uh, discography there. But yeah, just otherwise, all of The Tubes albums from the 70s, definitely worth tracking down. Remote Control being no exception there. So yeah, I hope you dug that. A little different than what you might normally hear on Rock Strikes 10, but I don't have too much of a format. I suppose that's why my show is not super popular or anything, but uh, I am what I am, and I'm not changing. Not for anybody. If the show's still fun, I do it for me, but anybody out there who cares to listen and you're hearing my voice right now, just know that I truly appreciate you. Uh, You are a friend of mine, and uh, thank you for your ears, listenership, support, all that good stuff. So, yeah, I'm getting a little mushier. I didn't even play the ballad, and I'm feeling mushy now, but uh, let's move over here to number 36. And a band, I think, that kind of had a sophomore slump here. And not that the album is terrible or anything, but when you actually compare it to their debut album, I think it was definitely a drop-off, uh, somewhat creatively, and definitely from a production standpoint. Even some members of the group will agree with me on that. But uh, I'm going to play you something by Devo here. And uh, even though Duty Now for the Future is definitely not even close to being the album that Are We Not Men is, I I still think that there's a handful of good songs on there. This, in my opinion, being the strongest of the output. Uh, So check this one out. Always works really well on its own and was always a great live track for them as well. So representing Devo in the year 1979, coming in at number 36, this is of course the highly innovative, yet still not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Devo with Smart Patrol slash Mr. DNA.
right, there you go. Number 36. That was the crazy-ass Devo right there with one of their craziest songs ever, Smart Patrol slash Mr. DNA. Basically a, a two-for-one job right there off of their album Duty Now for the Future and on any of their better best-ofs. All right, getting over here to number 35. This is one of those rare instances where a band will come out in its time and be a perfect hybrid of a bunch of different styles. This band was power pop, mod, and punk rock all at the same time. Managed to write these excellent, catchy songs as all get out. One of the, the great bands of British music history, The Jam. If you don't know The Jam, you should definitely check them out and go down their rabbit hole. And uh, one of my all-time favorite songs by The Jam did come out as a standalone single in the year 1979. Even though they had a full-length album out at the time as well, this song to me just... Uh, triumphs over everything here so check this out i'm surprised it's so low on the countdown but hey what are you gonna do it's the burden of making a great rock list but uh you gotta turn this one up as loud as you can so at number 35 this is the jam when you're young
Alright, there you go. That was The Jam with the song When You're Young, single from 1979. Love, love, love that song. And also, just uh, noticing here on the uh, editing software here that that song clocks in at exactly 3 minutes and 13 seconds. 3.13 being my birthday. So, hey, let's see if we can come across any more of those later on in the countdown here. I will be keeping track. Let's move on to the next song here. Uh, the next couple of songs, these are definitely the curveballs I spoke of earlier. Just songs that I love, I'm unapologetic, and have no shame about them. Yeah, no shame, that sounds familiar. Hey, but yeah, gonna play this song here. I, I tell you, of all the, some of the songs I cut off here, uh, not out of embarrassment or anything, but you know, maybe more so for you guys than for me, I might have cut a few songs off of here. Uh, Sail On by the Commodores being a big example of that. I, freaking love that song but i don't know I, I guess it just didn't fit the flow of everything else on here i don't know but i wanted to include some r&b and soul here on the countdown because i'm a fan of it and i love these songs and uh you know it's all fair game i have no format cap here on rock strikes 10 once again uh but you're probably gonna be scratching your head a little bit especially on the uh the front end of this when i say it this next song is by a band called radio that's spelled r-a-y D-I-O. Radio was a vehicle band for Ray Parker Jr. back in the 70s, before he went solo, before Ghostbusters and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, if you've seen Hired Gun, you know that uh, Ray Parker Jr. is uh, no lightweight in any way. The guy can play, the guy can write a song, and uh, this is just one of the great songs of its time. So it belongs here on the top 40 of 1979. So here is Ray Parker Jr. along with Radio and the song You Can't Change That. Change that. 
Too bad I couldn't get like Spider Harrison to come in and do uh, the talk up for that song there. I feel like he should have been throwing down some traffic and weather right there. But uh, regardless, that was You Can't Change That by Radio. One of my favorite songs uh, almost of all time, but especially of the year 1979. We're moving on here. Yet another curveball. Uh, but legitimately, probably my first favorite song ever. I was like probably three years old, just coming into uh, the early part of my consciousness and memories that I have. My earliest memories are of music. And, you know, in, in the late 70s and early 80s, the cocaine country genre was riding high. And it was the big player in my household. You know, this was all the music that I knew growing up until I learned how to, you know, operate the radio dial on my own. Pretty much probably the same year, three years old, you can imagine, yeah. Just kind of reaching up as, as high as I could to move that thing. Why was I wanting to move that thing? I don't know. But uh, but still, one of my first favorite songs of all time, and still a song that I love to this day. I've even done at karaoke, I will confess, is uh, a song by Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin Brothers. And uh, I didn't even know it was from 1979. I thought it was from the early 80s, but uh, years later I found out, oh wow, you know, so they would just play these records over and over again for years and years, you know, my parents, you know. Of course, you know, they weren't current or anything, so so the, the timeline on some of these songs are really skewed. Me thinking, oh, this is from 82 or 83. It was like, no, it's from 77, 78. And this song from 1979, just uh, the, the harmonies on this song just blow me away. The Gatlin Brothers could definitely go. And, you know, this is probably another reason why I'm a big fan of vocal groups, you know, such as the Beach Boys and stuff like that. But uh, tell me these harmonies and um, melodies just don't kill. So here you go. Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin Brothers with all the gold in California. All the gold in California is in a bank in the middle of Beverly Hills in somebody else's name. So if you're dreaming about California, it To be a hero, winding up a zero can scar a man forever, right down to your soul. Living on the spotlight can kill a man. And all the gold in California 
says the name So if you're dreaming About can't tell you how many years i've been wanting to play that song here for you on rock strikes 10 i just freaking love that song but there you go that was all the gold in california by larry gatlin and the gatlin brothers band from the album straight ahead 1979 what a great year for music you know if you look on the charts for 1979 you're really not going to see most of these songs there will be a few on here that definitely cracked the hot 100 but uh you know uh, predominantly not so much i mean you know this was a big hit in its uh, genre you know it was a number one country song on the billboard and uh but you know it's it's not really making it on the pop charts there wasn't a whole lot of crossover for the super subgenres like country or even hard rock punk rock things like that so we're getting all the way over here into punk rock speaking of which with this next song here now for something completely different coming in at number 32 is a a really cool band definitely a more of a cult band but i believe to be highly influential in the eras that followed in punk rock music especially in the 80s and 90s this band definitely had a leg up and had a great sound had its own sound even though there were a lot of punk rock bands at this time that were you know coming up bubbling up here but uh you know i just love their delivery i love their style i think they wrote cool songs here and uh a band that you may have heard the name of and maybe you never heard them before this band stiff little fingers great song here turn it up this is alternative ulster
right, there you go. That'll get the blood boiling for you right there. From one of the great debut albums of all time and flammable materials, that was The Stiff Little Fingers, an alternative Ulster. Great, great song there. All the songs on this countdown are great, in my opinion. But, uh, but yeah, especially if you don't have anything by Stiff Little Fingers, go get that album in Flammable Materials. It's a must-own, in my opinion. All right, we got one more song to do here on part one of four, my top 40 songs of 1979. We're going to finish off part one with an anthem here, a regional anthem, if you will, and uh, a song that actually has two different versions of it out there, one representing England and the other representing the good old town of Cleveland, Ohio, uh, a song that was written by this man to uh, give Cleveland kind of a boost because he used to go play shows over there in Cleveland, Ohio, and he always wondered why his, uh, you know, contemporaries would make fun of the town you know like it wasn't cool or something but it seems to me in the history of rock and roll the the working class bands the bands that really want to put forward and uh, give the crowd their money's worth always seem to find a home away from home in the midwest so why does it have to be just new york and los angeles being the only cool towns you know in america there's so much out there and so many towns that will truly appreciate your presence so i, I really applaud ian hunter for stepping up and giving the town of Cleveland uh, a song to hang their hat on. They still use it to this day, and I love the song. I love anthems like this. You know, they're they're unapologetic, but super fun. And uh, yeah, I even love the cover that the presidents do of this song. But uh, yeah, here's the original, in case maybe you've never heard this. Possibly. But this is the single edit, not the album version. I just decided to play the single edit, because I think I've played the uh, album version before. But here you go. Just changing it up a little bit here as the police sirens go by. Uh, but here you go. Closing off part one of four here. Coming in at number 31. This is the great Ian Hunter and Cleveland Rocks. <laughs>
From what may boast the best album title of the year, You're Never Alone with a Schizophrenic. That was the great Ian Hunter, a guy who embodies the true spirit of rock and roll. That was his song, Cleveland Rocks, one of his most recognizable songs, along with uh, you know, some of the Mont the Hoople classics like All the Young Dudes and even uh, Once Bitten, Twice Shy, songs like that. Ian Hunter is greatness. You should go check out his stuff if you haven't already, or any of his Mont the Hoople stuff, of course. But like I said, his solo stuff is awesome as well. So yeah, there you go. Ian Hunter greatness right there all right that'll do it for part one here join me very soon just in a few days for part two Uh, i'm gonna not try to milk this throughout the entire month of march as much as i had originally planned because i want to get to some other episodes as well but also i want to give this the the proper play here really proud of this list here and i just uh, want you all to enjoy it if you do please uh, send me a message all the links to everything are on cnjradio.com whereas the link to the facebook the twitter things like that you can just uh, pm me on facebook at my personal account or at the rock strikes 10 account that would be nice uh just let me know you're out there and that you're listening Uh, all i want for my birthday this year not gonna beg for money i just uh want you to send me a message and uh, tell me that you're listening out there even if you've done it a million times feel free to send me another one and if you've never written to the show before especially you out there please do that let me know that you're out there that's all i want truly uh so yeah there you go uh also on cnjradio.com along with every episode of rock strikes 10 by the way the ones that even aren't currently on itunes every episode check it out all right all my past birthday episodes as well i've had a handful of them so i've been doing this for a little over seven years now can't believe that but uh that's what's been going on so seven years and change of rock strikes 10 episodes on cnjradio.com along with the synaptic empire audio transmissions featuring randy brown a true alternative sure there's some new shows coming up here and not too long from now also check out the flagship the wrestling house show along with myself along with my cnj radio partner chris where we stay current on the uh, wacky and crazy world of pro wrestling but it's truly a pro wrestling show unlike any other so check it out wrestling house show also uh, new episodes of last theater coming soon and the newer additions to cnjradio.com talking rock with myself and mark striegel of talking metal where we talk rock for about a half hour to 40 minutes uh, every episode nice little commute there if you have a little work commute that lasts about that long perfect show for you to check out there talking rock where we talk about the current happenings in rock music but doing it a lot longer than sirius has been i'll tell you that much and uh, of course i am vinyl still coming soon to cnjradio.com a lot of the delays on my end I'm, I'm terrible i'm the worst but this show is definitely still happening i guarantee it 
Right. Uh, I hope you stay tuned for the rest of the countdown here. Look out for parts two through four in the next few weeks. And uh, last but not least, extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Spacebeard for the awesome outro. Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband for more information and tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. I wanted to mention them at the very end of the show because even more so than any of the other shows, super relevant here because that this television show is definitely still riding high massively in the year 1979 so especially perfect for these countdowns so uh, i'll leave it at that if you don't know you should take it away space beard we'll see you on the next one have fun (laughs) 